0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, December 25th, 2020. That's right, folks. It is Christmas Day. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas from the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I am Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi. I've got longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith alongside with me. Ethan, what's going on? How's it going? Merry freaking Christmas, my dude. Merry
1: Christmas, Nolan. What, What are you doing today?
0: uh today you know keeping it tight keeping a tight circle probably see my you know brothers and sisters they'll come over for a bit and get to get to see them uh but outside of that nothing too much our christmases are never too crazy we'll usually go to my grandma's uh and then that's that's pretty much it but um yeah other than that i mean just just laying low trying to stay away from that rona i feel you so uh yeah what about you any any exciting plans for christmas
1: uh, probably mimosas in the morning. Um, Excellent. Coming now coming down through the, the morning shower after the gifts have been opened, And then we're going to be heading over to my sister's house to hang out for the rest of the day.
0: That sounds wonderful. Well, I got to say, uh, I don't know if there's going to be a better gift that I get on Friday than the one that we got on Sunday with the return of hockey. I, you know what I'm saying? That was, that was a pretty good gift.
1: Yeah. All I want for call. Santa answered my, my uh, what is it, a prayer? What it? No, he answered my letter. There we go. Yeah. yeah you don't pray to Santa.
0: No. Um, well, you no. could.
1: I mean, you could. You Most people
0: don't. Anything. I'm sure some people do.
1: Santa, you think people, so Santa is Absolutely. Like God?
0: Definitely. There's somebody <laughs> out there for they everybody. He
1: sent to me again. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Yeah. You know, last
0: year, I, I really wanted that Huffy and – I mean all I I did I was it was good all year all signs pointed to me deserving that huffy 10 speed uh
1: yeah when was Santa's birthday
0: it didn't show up I don't know nobody ever cares about Santa's birthday I know we, we know like we honor like the president's birthdays and we don't uh honor Santa Claus's birthday that's pretty messed up
1: that is pretty messed up I want to look that up I will get back to you in like a minute I'll interrupt you whenever you're saying just to tell okay. you what
0: St. Nicholas birthday is Santa has Santa is like he hosts the most important day of the year every single year and nobody knows when his birthday is. They know what he likes to eat.
1: But, Saint Nicholas. but
0: honestly, it's, like it's kind of offensive that everybody just thinks Santa likes cookies, you know? Like they're yeah, like, "Ah, eh, 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 come on, eat up, Fatty," you know? Yeah. They never they never offer him like i don't know before, Something else.
1: santa santa eats vegan like 10 months out of the year to slim down at the yeah. end, <laughs> with appearances he just has to bulk back up for the holidays
0: yeah december is bulking season
1: right yeah good for santa um march 15th
0: 270
1: ad saint Nicholas. really yeah
0: oh wow you learn something new every day yeah. i wonder what his the first gift he ever gave was in that year um We've got some – we do have some Red Wings things to talk about. The days of us, like, literally just flipping on the microphones and being like, what the hell are we going to talk about, are almost over because the Red Wings uh, – the schedule came out today, so we're going to touch on that a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, Steve Eisman's press conference that he did, I believe it was two days ago by the time that you will have listened to this, um, and some other stuff like that. So we will start with the schedule. What were uh, – your initial thoughts when you looked at the schedule it's a little bit weird to see like the back to back days it kind of looks like a playoff schedule in a way you know
1: yeah at first
0: glance <laughs> right
1: so i did the math i did a lot of number crunching All right and i don't know what i was expecting with a condensed season but i mean it does go over 5 months but it there's only eight back to backs so there's only 16 games out of the 56 that we're playing back-to-back
0: and in those eight back-to-back games i'm pretty sure two of them are in may on the last week of the season and they're like five days apart so yeah right it's not bad at all
1: and and it's not even like you have to worry about travel or anything like that where they're staying in the same arena and playing just two days in a row
0: yeah so like uh uh to close up, So they start, they opened the season on January 14th. We thought the day was going to be January 13th. I put out a little countdown on our Twitter page that turned out to be one day wrong. I am sorry. Uh, but they're going to start the season on Thursday, January 14th against the Carolina hurricanes at little Caesars arena, play a two game series that spans between the 14th and then Saturday, the 16th. And then they got Columbus for two home games. Uh, and that's, I mean, kind of how it goes from there. It's like four at home, four on the road, four at home, four on the road. That kind of seems to be how it shakes off. There's like some uh, like six game streaks in either direction here. But for all intents and purposes, it looks like they're going to be stationary in one place for like a week or longer. Yeah. Like it's, they're not going to be like traveling too many places. Like for this example, like let's take a look at this road trip. Uh, they play Chicago twice and then Florida twice that takes, that starts on Monday, the 15th and then ends on Sunday, the 21st. So it's like kind of like playoff scheduling there where they're playing every other days, every other day. And then they kind of a random back-to-back just thrown in there.
1: There's, there's definitely some opportunity for a rivalry to start brewing as well with how, how often we have to play these teams. Like there's a a week in April where all we do is play Dallas four times. (laughs) Like, if something pops off on that first that first game. Yeah. Not to mention, too, I wanted to uh, say as well, the beginning of March, it's like uh, the first two weeks of March, we have games on Tuesday and Thursday of both those. Nice long breaks in between. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, there's plenty of time to rest, and I just got to hope that people can stay healthy and everything. But this really isn't a bad schedule at all. You think this is something that they could do going forward that will kind of cut back on – travel and uh well travel costs as well as some of the western conference teams like the california teams having to fly all over hell all the time
0: yeah i'm not i kind of do like it in theory but also like i'm intrigued to see you just mentioned that that four game stretch in april where they played dallas like four times i'm wondering if i'm going to get sick of that and and maybe it'll be different because The Red Wings are worse than everybody else in the division. So it's like it's more of like a drag to get beat by the same team like a bunch. If you're splitting the series 2-2 or hoping to take it 3-1, like that will never be the expectation heading into a series. So I think that's going to kind of be a drag where you're like, oh, my, we got to play Dallas again. Like imagine after one of those 8-1 losses to the Islanders, like they had to to play the Islanders three more times in a row, like just for funsies in the regular season, you know? (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i understand that that's probably gonna get boring yeah it really isn't like baseball you have to steal steal series and shit like that so
0: and i don't even know that it will be boring i'm just wondering like if that'll just kind of make it suck a little bit more you know that's like because last year it was like well you know they lost 5-1 to uh vancouver but at least we get to watch Connor mcdavid tonight because they're playing at edmonton so it was like just I don't want to see Jamie Ben four games in a row. I'm sorry, I don't find Jamie Ben that exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I must see what you're saying, but I mean, at least you, I, it'll be nice to see some other teams like Chicago and stuff a, a little bit more. That that's something I'm really, I'm actually looking forward to. Not like, not that there's a rivalry there or anything anymore, but yeah, it'll still be a it'll be a a nice change of pace. I would say.
0: I agree, and I don't mean to be a bummer about it because like I don't think it's going to be like that uh negative like impactful in a negative way but i think we're just, both gonna just, be just something to just keep an eye on put in the tickler phone yeah.
1: i think we're i think red wings fans are just gonna be happy to watch the red wings again so i think mm-hmm. they'll take what they can get quite frankly i'll I'll take what I can.
0: that's where i'm yeah i was gonna say that's pretty much uh right where i'm at one thing that i was kind of thinking when i was looking at this schedule though uh and like people made a mockery of this division and for good reason like there's not a lot of very good teams in it at all um but I do think that like there's not a bad team in the division like there's never a break anywhere in this schedule and maybe it's because the Red Wings are the worst team in the league that definitely has something to do with it but like if you're just looking at it and I mean I know Nashville is not somebody who's or Nashville is somebody who's kind of on the way down Florida. You never really know what you're going to get with them. But Carolina is a very good hockey team. Columbus is probably going to be a very good hockey team. Chicago, uh, not exactly projected to be a very good hockey team, but I think that they have uh, a lot of interesting young pieces that will make them tough to play against on a regular basis. Uh, and then, of course, you have Tampa Bay and uh you know, who else I'm whoever else I'm missing here. And Dallas, who just went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So that's not it's not the toughest division in the world, but I still think it's it's gonna be a pretty tough division for this team.
1: Uh I'm trying to even think of like prospects that we can be like, oh it'd be cool seeing I mean I guess Kirby yeah. Dock in Chicago. Well, it would be nice it'll be fun yeah. seeing him some more, but man, I don't I don't need Heiskenen, to see I and- I don't need to see Peter Moraz again. <laughs>
0: I'm with you on that front. All right. Uh let us move on to Steve Eisman's press conference that took place uh t- Tuesday? Tuesday. Uh or maybe it was Wednesday or Monday, actually. I can't remember at this point. My brain's what like turn my, my brain is turning into scrambled eggs. Um I gotta talk to you guys today about Bill Go. Hey. <laughs> speaking of speaking of having to break through a wall and working with scrambled eggs, maybe I'll just take a built go I mean it comes in a one and a half ounce package, and it basically gives me the same energy as a five five-hour energy but without the same crash feeling which is great, because I got to go to bed soon uh, built go is the best workout gel on the market folks. It's not just a workout gel, it's it's protein, it's deliciousness, it's beta alanine, B3, honey, a kick of caffeine. It is all the good stuff that you need to keep going strong, B6, B12, and that collagen protein that I just mentioned, that promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. Folks, this stuff literally makes you look better. It's a shame that you can't be around the bars, around all those, uh, you know, ladies you went to high school with this holiday season be like yeah i've been ripping some bilko's and now i'm in the best shape of my life because i'm able to continuously break through that wall get to the gym after work be motivated to get up and start my day like a beast go to bilko.com right now use promo code locked you'll get 20 percent off of your next order that's promo code locked for 20 off at bilko.com let's go there's an old man sitting next to me love to his tonic and. Gym. <laughs> All right everybody, welcome back. Segment 2 here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I am Detroit sports writer Noel Bianchi. I've got longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith That's alongside amazing. with me and we are the hosts of your lockdown Red Wings podcast and we will be uh, covering the world juniors over the next week or two. We will be preparing for the start of the NHL season. There is a lot of things going on in Red Wings land. So I recommend you pressing that subscribe button and making sure that you never miss an episode. Let us get into Steve Eisenman's press conference from earlier this week, because as usual, he didn't really say all that much. Uh, But he did drop a couple little nuggets here and there. Some of them not surprise. Well, uh, most of them not surprising. Uh, but my big takeaway is it was basically uh, two buzzwords that he used when he was asked for the expectations about this team for the upcoming season. I believe he used the words energy and excitement. Those are his expectations for this team. And I hadn't really thought about it really, I guess, that deeply but I really do think that that was the thing that was missing from last year's team. Like there was nothing new about that team and the problems that they had were very old problems. Like Justin Abdelkader putting up three points over the course of the entire season. Like that's a problem that has been around for a while. Maybe not as, you know, disastrous in that sense. But we've known that contract was bad for a long time. And we've dreaded the fact that that he's been on this roster for a long time. I think it's so nice. There's something about this season where it feels like so many pages have been turned. And when you look at the, the opening night roster, surely there are definitely, I mean, 50% of their decor uh, is overturned. A lot of their forwards are overturned, but I just think that there's something to it where you're like, this just feels nicer and newer. And I don't know, it just, it just feels better.
1: I wish you would have said competitive
0: yeah i, I mean he, he
1: would have said i, I have mean said
0: that i mean you know that that's what he meant like he you know he's that he wants them to be competitive and you know he's not going to say something that like literally can be nailed down in any sort of tangible way because then people are going to be like what's what's competitive to steve Eiserman, and i don't think steve wants that so he, i mean more power to him speaking as vague as ever but i really like the use of those two words because they got me a little bit excited
1: I almost turned that press conference off like three minutes in because I knew how the rest of it was gonna go. <laughs> uh,
0: I did I, I turned it off a little bit early. I think I turned it off like ten minutes early. Uh, did not hear Ted Callin buzz in. So Ted we'll have was to, last. Ted, Ted was, was dead last, last. dead last
1: and he said oh once again he he missed it by like a minute or two.
0: Oh, that's funny. I'm gonna,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring it up to him next time we we'll talk to him
0: absolutely uh I started
1: laughing i was cracking up when he, they said oh he said oh they said we have one more question and then ted just came in after they asked the last question it's like we have a uh, one more person here <laughs> ted golf uh <laughs> hey sorry steve <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that guy. Uh, Ted Coffin will be on the show at some point. We recorded a really long interview and it's going to be tough or difficult to break it up. So I've kind of just been banking it and saving it for this week after Christmas when I have a little bit more time on my hands and we don't really want to get together and talk about a whole lot. So that will be coming next week. As I mentioned at the top of this segment, be sure to subscribe. The next thing that I wanted to get into uh, was the taxi squad situation. Basically, like, what's
1: the deal? Is it gonna be like in a real taxi or something?
0: Yeah, some, yeah, something like that. Um, I hate when you like draw me into that, and then I and then I'm I I don't do it good, and then I, and then I bail halfway through, and I'm like, yeah, yeah it was, um, yeah, it was good. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I did not really know this up until a, a day or two ago, but basically, the taxi squad is going to be nice because it will allow you to carry an extra six players that are are just kind of available for recall and you can bring up and and put them in. And it's basically like your top AHL players that you think are going to be moving back and forth uh, from Grand Rapids and Detroit this upcoming year. But the taxi squad, I think there was like some uh, notion, at least in my mind, that it was going to be more of like you could just have more healthy scratches, but i it sounds like that's not what it's going to be. Like the players on the taxi squad, that's a separate thing from being on the Red Wings, which is not that big of a deal for, uh, you know, some of the play like Taro Hirose or something like that. But uh, with Evgeny Sveshnikov, who no longer is waiver eligible, that is a, a massive big deal, because that means that he cannot go to and fro the practice or the 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 taxi squad because you will have to clear waivers each time
1: so this is my taxi squad um Evgeny Svechnikov um Chet Picard um Brian Lashoff um Chet Picard yeah it's Calvin Picard's brother never mind that was a bad joke um um crap I had more Andy Mealy um Ryan Kufner,
0: <laughs> Oh hey, kids.
1: <laughs> Give me one more good one. Give me one uh, more good. Uh, Giovanni
0: Smith. Giovanni oh. Smith. Okay, whatever. You I, know, one, the one. Born on there. Poor Giovanni Smith. He scored, like, I remember his, the first, like, three goals of his NHL career were in the midst of, like, five goal blowouts, and he couldn't celebrate them. I really hope he like has a, a decent season next year. He's a guy that like gets kind of lost in the shuffle and because he's not like super talented, doesn't have a ton of high upside, but it more of a role player type guy. I just hope he can get a, an opportunity and and is able to make the most of whatever opportunity he's given next year because it sounds like there's going to be a lot of proximity between him and the Red Wings before the AHL starts.
1: Hey man, I mean, I'd love to see that. You know, I don't, it's going to be tough too with this little training camp. It's going to be tough for these kids to come in and make an impact enough to where, because they don't get any preseason games. Yeah. I mean, you can see that's where the Texas got squad comes in, but like that, this whole thing is also taking away from their chance of actually making this squad like out of training camp and through preseason when they were able to show their stuff consistently That's all that's taken away from And that really sucks.
0: Yeah, and there's no chance to really build momentum. Like you have to, and Steve Arzeman kind of touched on this in his press conference. Like it's going to be tough for those younger players like Giovanni Smith to come in uh, on a short 12-day, you know, 12, 14-day training camp, whatever it is, and impress. Like you have to like set the world on fire because there's no chance to build momentum. Like you really have to just grab somebody by the collar and be like, here it is. Here I am, world. I'm ready to play. In the NHL, yeah, kind of uh,
1: like hey. to the week hey. before Christmas.
0: Yeah, pretty much. um Also, just a little housekeeping note: both of the Phillips are back. Philip Zadina, Philip Peronic, Matthias Brome, and uh, Gustav Lindström have also all been recalled, so they are back in Detroit. Yes, of course. Any, know
1: any news on Zadina's injury?
0: No, I don't believe so. I
1: haven't read anything about it
0: no i have not seen anything about that um the captaincy steve eisman still plans to uh name a captain before next year
1: when wait do you know when no no he said he has no idea but he's gonna name one yeah all right thanks steve yeah we know
0: uh, so it sounds like that'll be Dylan Larkin. He he somebody asked him about what changes when you become the captain. Obviously, Steve Yzerman became the captain at a very, very young age. Uh, and he just kind of talked about having more responsibility. Uh, I have a quote here. He says, You take into account in most situations. Uh, you try to react in a leadership role or responsible role. You take a lot of more things into consideration that you might not normally, whether it's a call by an official or a situation off the ice with a teammate, just anything to do with the team as the captain, you get a little more sense of responsibility. I don't think that's any groundbreaking, uh, information, but if you know, it's, it's interesting to hear it from somebody who has been there and was named a captain at a young age and, I understand the idea of uh, wanting to keep you know, Dylan Larkin protected from being the face of like these terrible years, but like Dylan Larkin at the end of the day is 24, 25? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, he's way older than Steve is when or was when he uh, was named captain of the Red Wings. I think he can handle it. I understand why you're not naming the captain, but I... I I don't understand the point of dragging this out after you've said that you're going to name him the captain or that you're going to name a captain. I like, it's not like there's any speculation. It's not like you're deciding who it's going to be.
1: And it's not like you could do what Toronto did in front of like their home fans and just have Tavares yeah. and see it's going to be like the janitors and like the people yeah. with the cameras just going. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it's just like the,
1: Got a big you smile just on Just like face. hear it
0: off in the hear it off in the distance. Um <laughs> the last note I have from this press conference. So Mike Stone, uh Stoney from 97 won the ticket, asked a question, and his dog barked. And Steve Iserman loves dogs, man. Steve Arsenal, when he sees a dog, he smiles like the prettiest girl in the world just told him that he was really cute. And I just I, I just love it. It's very <laughs> organic and natural, and you can just tell he was like really excited that there a dog just barked.
1: I do love those, you know, with this whole COVID stuff, like when I saw one of a guy like a weatherman and the dog literally just like popped his head up like in front of the camera and was just <laughs> looking around the room. And he's just had to be like, Rex, please just go lay down. I'm in the middle of something right now. And the dogs wouldn't leave him alone. He's like, yeah, we're going to eat in a second. Go, go out of the room. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it.
0: I think one thing that's kind of been kind of like a funny consequence of everything that we've had to do with like the social distancing and the zoom calls and stuff like that is like people are a lot more just empathetic towards your life just being complete health, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: I, it's, <laughs> I like how it, it kind of really peeled the curtain back of like those casters and it just show that everybody's just kind of people, you know, everybody yeah. got their own lives. Absolutely. It's one good positive take out of this. people.
0: All right, we're gonna do a little bit of a how do you feel about it Friday Christmas edition in the next up ep- or in the next segment. but first Ethan, I gotta ask you I mean, are you planning on watching uh world Juniors this week uh, any NFL this weekend, uh maybe some college football something along those lines? Well I sure think so. And would you consider yourself a smart sports fan? Well, like when you see a matchup, can you usually predict who's gonna win? Yeah. Well, then let me ask you, why the heck you aren't taking your freaking smarty pants over to betonline.ag and start making yourself some money with your sports knowledge? I mean, they have NFL games of the week. You can, they have futures. They have, uh, you can pretty much bet on anything. Ethan, I'm telling you, man, do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. You're right now. The Red Wings are 200 to one odds to win the Stanley cup this year. If you put a $1 bet down on the Red Wings to win the cup and they do it, you win $200. That's the easiest bet of your freaking life. You have overs. You have first half under, second half overs. You have live overs. You can bet the game live. If you're like, hey, I don't know kind of how this game's going to go. we're, we're let's, let's take a look-see here. And then five minutes in, you'd like to place a wager on the rest of the game. You can do that at bet. Online.ag, and when you sign up right now for a free account and use our promo code Locked On, you will get fifty percent welcome bonus added on to your first deposit. That's promo code Locked On to receive a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit at Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Let's go. All right, final segment of the day here at the Lockdown Red Mix podcast. It is December 25th. That means it is Christmas uh, in the United States and all across the world. So we got a little bit of a how do you feel about it Friday Christmas edition. Ethan, why don't you lead us off with this one, buddy?
1: How do you feel about those laser lights that just get projected onto people's homes?
0: I think they're cool. I don't like when they're the only... Um, outside decoration you have. It's a little bit lazy, but it's a nice accessory onto like good lights. And I'm a big fan of lights and I like colored lights too. So-
1: I, I would also like to add another one on this. This is not my second question. What about the inflatables?
0: Those are good too. And like, something I've seen some pretty good ones. I saw uh, like a Buddy the Elf one the other day. Uh, me and Madeline went driving around looking at Christmas lights uh, the other night and we saw some, we saw some pretty nice ones actually. <coughs>
1: excuse me sorry i know i really haven't gone with this whole COVID stuff you know i just i, I know a lot of people are going to be out looking at lights i'm just kind of afraid to go look at lights yeah.
0: i mean you can do it from your car though and and remember I mean, what, you have I mean. a, and you have a truck so like this is your that's t- what i mean this is your time of year
1: that's what i mean though
0: yeah don't want to get in a traffic jam at 9 p.m yeah in a subdivision everybody's I, gonna be having their cars i feel that uh how do you feel about outdoor ice rinks i'm talking like campus marshes you know ones for the general public where like half the people can't skate
1: um i i have no problem with them i don't know anybody who does do you do you you like them i don't really i've never been oh really oh it's fun dude uh i would say you just have to make sure you bring your own skates because i didn't when we went just thinking like i know how to i know how to skate Mm -hmm. and they the blades uh haven't been sharpened since 2008 without a doubt it's like i could shuffle sideways with these skates (laughs) like like they're duller than goalie skates it was
0: pretty bad yeah that's pretty bad yeah all right what do you got for me
1: how do you feel about like taking the time to wrap a present well rather than just doing the bare minimum and doing it a lot faster
0: I, so that never like works out for me like that. I'm, I'm a terrible rapper all day, every day. It doesn't matter how long or short I go with it. I don't know. It's just something about like the folding. I just don't have down. And it's very, very frustrating to me. Um, so I am not a big fan of doing it in general, but I also don't like uh, the idea of just throwing something in a bag. Like maybe I will for my grandma mm-hmm. or something like that. Cause she's frail mm-hmm. uh, and it would be tough. It's like, especially nowadays, you know, like they got that thick wrapping paper. I never buy it. And I you buy dollar tree wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, if you put too much tape on there, which I always end up having to do, it can be tough for people to open. I feel you. Are I you a see, good I, what, I feel like you're a really good gift wrapper. Like no, you're going to be the guy.
1: Oh, really? I'm awful. I, well, I used to be awful. You know, it, it's, it, I've taken actually time and said like, I'm going to try and get better at this over the past two years. Wow. But it's like, I've, I've come to a conclusion. Like I, need another, I need a thumb on the other other side of my hand yeah. in order yeah. to do it efficiently. I refuse to look up a video on YouTube on how to do it better because it's not that important at all.
0: Yeah. But you just said you've I been putting good. a lot of effort into it over the course I of still, I'm still whole not calendar years. I'm not good. Yeah.
1: Well, not the entire years. not like I grabbed <laughs> something.
0: In July, I'm like, hey, can you hang yeah. out? And you're like, can't. I got a workshop. Can't practicing rapping. Yeah. Uh, a workshop, workshop. Yeah. Uh, it which is kind of a bummer that I'm so bad at it because I love the aesthetic of like a perfectly wrapped present. I just yeah, love, but I can't do it so I'm giving like up that. on it. Yeah.
1: I don't even like I don't like it when I see it. I'll just be like, all right, who's who's the show off? Yeah. That has, <laughs> We're just going to rip it open. Stop it. <laughs>
0: uh, how do you feel about gingerbread houses?
1: Um, you know, I think I've done one in my life. Not a really? huge fan of the actual gingerbread cookie. Not a huge fan of it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a yeah, yeah, fun thing to do with family, like little cousins and stuff. But mm. um, I haven't done one in a very, very long time. And if 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 it's up to me to do one we're not doing a gingerbread house
0: are you not like a crafts guy like do you not like uh pumpkin carving and things like that
1: no more stuff like hands-on like i don't i don't i would like i wouldn't mind trying to tackle making like a hockey locker store you know what
0: i think is whack is what? uh and this is like this is hands down my least favorite I wouldn't say my least favorite holiday tradition. I just think it's like dumb and pointless once you're over the age of eight is dying Easter eggs. Oh, I'm on that bandwagon all day. You what? I'm on that bandwagon all day. You just like sit around and hold eggs in mugs for like five minutes at a time. Or no, you actually just drop it in there and then you wait. And there's like 12 eggs. So.
1: Dude, what you do, I what i've started doing is just make the ugliest eggs possible yeah like, hey, like go out of your way to create the ugliest puke color and yeah. see how long you can do it before somebody yells at you for doing it
0: yeah I like, like i've that.
1: gotten like three eggs in before before somebody said something
0: hmm. that's a pretty that's good fun. strategy uh you got any think more for me that's off. that's two a piece but i feel like these went kind of quick so if you, if you can think of another one off the top of your head okay we'll go for it okay Oh, how do you feel about gift cards? I hate buying people gift cards. Like I, and I know like, even when people tell me that's what they want, I'm like, I don't care what you want.
1: Like, I want to get a toolbox. I I asked my family just to <laughs> just get me Lowe's gift cards or like Home Depot gift cards. And I'm just going to go and take that. So I use it to my advantage. Cause I have stuff that's like, I wouldn't ask somebody for, for Christmas. So yeah. I said, just throw me some money so that I can throw that into a toolbox yeah thank you like i that's that's how i do it but yeah. like for for holidays like christmas i don't mind getting gifts for people it's just more thoughtful it's what this season is yeah. to be about um but quite frankly for a birthday or you know like my sister's birthday she's oh like, yeah a birthday for her. sure a yeah.
0: birthday for sure but like christmas presents when you just like do you like I mean, it's, it's fine if it's like your kind of extended family, like uncles or aunts or something like that gift cards, money always flies both to and fro. I'm not just talking giving or receiving, but, uh, I just hate like when you, (laughs) you're just like, uh, here's a gift card for you, a gift card for you and a gift card for you. And they're like, uh, here's a gift card for you. And I'm like, thanks. And then the next person's like, here's another gift card for you. And I'm like, oh cool, thanks. And the other person's like, here's a third gift card for you. I'm like, yeah. so we all just, I'm glad, I'm glad we could do that. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm. Oh I'm, no I'm, way, we both got Amazon. That's crazy. You know. Yeah, right. I'm also just a good gift giver, so I just, I don't like doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. I, I, I don't hate I'm, getting it, but like, I don't, yeah. I don't really like buying it for people. I'm like, shut up and let me. Get you something that you'll appreciate.
1: What about Christmas? How do you feel about Christmas songs, like on the radio, and when they start playing it? Give me your whole rundown of your thoughts on Christmas music.
0: I really like Christmas music. I listen to uh, I'll listen to the Michael Bublé Christmas album any time of year. It's like in my liked music, so it comes up a lot. And there are a couple other ones uh, that I could throw in there too. The John Legend Christmas album is unbelievable. Uh, I have a lot of music saved from that so like I it comes around every so often uh but I don't ever listen to the radio so if I listen to it during Christmas season I'm putting it on and if I'm putting it on it's because I'm doing a very Christmas activity like putting up the tree fair enough or something like that or just you know being jolly
1: for me if it's not if the music isn't like nostalgic I just don't care for it yeah. Like I never turn on Christmas music. I agree. In car.
0: I don't understand non pop Christmas music, you know. Really? Like when they play uh like Silent Night on the radio. I'm like, I don't know. I just think that's so funny.
1: Why was like, music so sad back in the day? Yeah. Jesus. Because that's so what old songs are so sad. Well, it's the world
0: talking. was sad back Depression. in the
1: day. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
0: I mean, you had to think. They didn't even have lights.
1: Yeah, they don't have TVs.
0: Yeah, Silent Night, a song about lighting candles because they can't see.
1: Fair enough. do not you be cutters. depressed?
0: Wouldn't you be depressed while you sang it?
1: Gotta go everywhere by train. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> if you're or a horse. Yeah. Or even worse, horse. Horse. And carriage.
1: Oh, yeah, all right, well, yeah. All right, cool, then. I just don't like any Christmas songs.
0: All right. This has gone on long enough. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll see you. I don't know. We're going to be back to five days a week uh, starting January 1st. So or second or third or whatever that is, like whenever January starts, we're going to be five days a week. So there won't be any more of this hodgepodge. uh, Hey, this is like Houdini trick of, Hey, this is going up. Hey, no, it's not. You know, I'm literally not allowed to. So if you guys feel any better, I am also uh, I'll take this time, you know, at the end of this Christmas day, actually, actually, I'll talk about it another time. I just, I basically, I'm going through a major life transition right now. And that's also been, messing some things up uh in terms of posting so i'll explain all that at another time we're going to go over world juniors next week we're going to go over some more things regarding the start of the season be sure to subscribe we'll see you back here next time it's your team every day you're locked on red wings